All right, so let's make it plain. Welcome back to Make It Plain Wayne, where we will entertain, we will heal, and we will build you up. I am Wayne, <laughs> and this is Elevated Friendship. So I don't know, you know, how many of you have had the chance to go to your 10 and 20 year high school reunion, but you know, the, the time came up for me to go to mine. And, you know, this is it's a part of life that you see it in movies. I think the the movie It and, uh, you know, there's a couple other movies that involve, you know, high school reunions or, you know, being back in the place you were when you were 18, you know, now with kids or now with your career and and just, you know, taking a gander back on, you know, your life and who you were, you know, at that time, you know, when you were 18, you graduated and you threw off that cap and gown, you know, thinking, finally, I'm free. But <laughs> in reality, you go back in a second and and change some things and do some things different. Not not saying that you don't value what's in front of you right now and, and the good things that you've done, but no one is perfect. I don't I don't think anyone should be able to sit in their seat and say, mm, yeah, at 18, I would do it all the same all over again. <laughs> I, I don't I don't think anybody's going to say that. And, and as a matter of fact, I had a friend of mine ask me, you know, if you were if, if you could go back and change, you know, your life at, at any point, you know, how would you do it? And immediately I was like, twenty five. And <laughs> he was like, I was fast. You didn't even think about it. And right there for me, it was emotional. I, I feel like a lot of great things happened for me at twenty five. But I could have been smarter. He said 16. Now, the reason why 16 is such an important age is if you had all of your thoughts in mind that you have right now in a 16-year-old body, oh, my God. It's like, how many scholarships? How many internships? How many jobs? How many companies? You know, I mean, you'd have so many great ideas, but you'd, you'd have to go out there and do it still. None of the people that started the companies, you know, AOL and, uh, you know, the Microsofts and, you know, Playstations and uh, God, what what else was 20 years ago? I mean, you know, you have, you know, the 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 rap, you know, company like No Limit. Um, there was TRL on MTV. There was you know, uh, 106 and Park on BET. And uh, I remember at that time, I think the country music channel just showed country music and movies. Um, but there were so many things at that point that were just bubbling. They were just bubbling up. They didn't have an aroma yet. They didn't have the smell and the hunger that they have now, which later turned into Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, and even the podcast, you know, applications that we're using right now. So high school reunion. Uh, several questions came to mind as I was approaching mine because I was I was like, oh, my God, I'm so nervous. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to see all these people I haven't seen since they were 18 year olds. Literally, um, the only way I've seen some of these people was, you know, through Facebook. So it was a. Um, it was quite a process <laughs> getting to where we're at right now, you know, and I don't know if for you, it's your 10 year reunion or your 20 year reunion. But I think the big question when you go back 
maybe it is a little bit immature to think that you've got to compare swords or stories or kids or careers. Um, But the last time you were around these people, that's what you did. And you wonder, here's the question. Did I do enough? Or maybe you got to flip it on the other side. Did I do too much? You know, because if you did too much, I mean, you've dropped off of Facebook. You dropped off of Instagram. You don't want to see any daylight. You're a vampire right now. And I mean, you, you might have even moved your kids out of the state, out of the city to another, you know, maybe even part of the country where, I mean, it doesn't even snow anymore. If it snowed where you were from, it, it doesn't snow. You know, you just go for the opposite. You completely relocate if you did too much. But if you didn't do enough, you just feel like you're walking up to your reunion or whoever this group of people is. Maybe it's not a reunion. Maybe it's just a party. You've got this portfolio and you feel like out of the the eight page document, you only have three pages. And it's just like, God, like I got these five pages to present and I don't have any of them. Like I just, I'm incomplete. I, I got to give this presentation. This is how I'm going to get my you know, money, my wealth, my family, everything approved. And you only have three pages of your eight page document. <laughs> so I think the other thing is you're going to come to this thing at 10 and 20 years with kids, no kids, or you're on an inward journey, you know? And I think children are such a precious and amazing gift. People always say from God, but every day is a gift from God. Every day that you're present is is what has been gifted by the universe, the energy and everything that you feel, touch and enjoy, good or bad. That's all God. So we have to have the perspective to learn how to use it better. And children are usually a direct reflection of all of our choices. They start to sound like us, talk like us, grunt like us, walk like us. And I mean, if you're not careful, I mean, they'll they'll just pick up anything, especially, you know, <laughs> do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> So I had to, I had to catch my daughter. She, um, she gets angry the same way I get angry. She sleeps the same way I sleep. And I can't remember what it, I think it was the way I would giggle or laugh at something. She started doing it too. Oh no. I look at people sideways. (laughs) I look at people sideways. My daughter started doing that at about four and five months. So I just don't have good vision. (laughs) That's why I have glasses now. (laughs) But I would look at people sideways because secretly one eye was stronger than the other. (laughs) I'm a Cyclops. Thank you. Um, You know, big ups to X-Men. So (laughs) my daughter started doing that. I'm like, I didn't even teach her that. I mean, this really is my child. So you come to your reunion and you've got kids. People will look at all your pictures. 
Now, now that we're in the age of social media, people have probably seen them over the last couple of years because they're your Facebook friends. But if you don't, for me, the reason not to panic about not having kids, I understand. Like, I really understand. You don't just get to jump in the relationship that you really want to be in, just like you don't get to jump into being the person or having the relationship that you really want to be in. It takes time. or I'm sorry, the person that you really want to be. It takes time. It takes time to mold yourself into the woman or the man that you are at 40, 50, and 65. Like You don't just ask for that. The person you are by the time you reach retirement, you don't just get down on a knee and ask for that. You have to create that and build that. It's no different than the food that you choose to eat and the lifts and the cardio and the workouts that you choose to create a certain look in your body. You don't get down on a knee and ask for that. You have to build that. In building a company from the ground up with no location, no brick and mortar location, no address, no employees. It all starts with the idea. You don't get that by just getting down on a knee and asking for that. You have to build that. So when it comes to kids, for me, there's only three, three ways you're going to get them. Just regular sex, sex in a marriage, and then the procedures that we use um, through through offices with, you know, frozen eggs, embryo, sperm, you know, going that route. And for me, they're all in love. Now, obviously, you know, the ones that aren't, I won't go into that. But I understand, maybe you did want kids by the time you got to your 10 and 20 year reunion. I don't know. Maybe you come from a, a big family of five brothers and sisters and your mom comes from a family of five and 10 kids and so, and so on as you go back. And they're just looking at you like, um, hey, Fertile, you going to do anything? <laughs> it's not that easy. What a lot of people don't understand is as technology and the cities and the earth has changed, so have the decisions that people make. We're not smarter we're not dumb. We didn't get more dumb or more ignorant. But like, let's be honest here. In, in a few years, we won't even have a newspaper. A newspaper has been the, the biggest and broadest way to spread the news aside from TV since, I don't know, maybe like 100 years. I mean, I've, I've seen movies where there's, you know, a wanted sign or a reward and you find people reading the paper and it's just like, wow, like people have been using the newspaper for a long time. That's about to be done. It's about to be specifically and strictly apps and streaming devices. And, and these companies, I think they're OK with that for, you know, saving paper. So we really won't need to print, you know, any more paper in the future unless it's maybe for flyers. But. Things are changing and I get it. I understand. A lot of people might not understand, but I understand. If you have friends and family that are good people, that are legit trying, they're on these dating services. They go out on dates. They keep themselves available. 
They meet and talk to people. They're out here trying. And then what happens when they're out there? We don't comment on this. We don't say anything about this. But what happens when they're out there? They get hurt. They get abused. They get lied to. People verbally abuse them. Uh, They take their money, sometimes physically abuse them. They do all these things to these people that we say aren't trying hard enough, aren't working hard enough to get that one, that relationship, that marriage, that classic model of what a family is. Come on now, we, we need to chill. Just like you understand that nobody wants cancer, nobody wants these life-ending diseases and traumatic experiences and car crashes, just like you understand that nobody wants that. Nobody wants to be the oddball and, and wait for love, especially when they're doing all the smart things now to try to get it. Because as an adult, you get a little bit smarter about how you get into love. And when you're young, you can just bump into somebody walking through the you know, hallways of the high school. When you're young, you can just bump into somebody at a, at a party, at a, you know, a mix or you know, something in college. So when you're young, you can get away with the large cesspools of dating that exist that you will not have when you're an adult. You're working for 40 hours a week. So you're not going to have the time and the freedom as an adult that cares about your career, that can't be caught in sexual harassments and all these crazy types of things that you can get away with. And I mean, in college, I mean, I, I won't even go into it, but there's so many, <laughs> there's so many parties and, and HR nightmares that happen in colleges, which is why. I understand now why people started looking through people's Facebooks before hiring them. That started, I think, when I was in college. So I understand. And you know what? And if you're just on an inward journey, it's not about kids. It's not about, you know, anything like that. You're just on a journey for you. If that's where you're at, more power to you. You know, I just I just need to work on me. A lot of people were in that golden relationship. Maybe someone, you know, a loved one passed away. Maybe maybe they're a widow, a widower. Maybe they're just getting out of prison or jail. Maybe they had nothing but hardships. Nature versus nurture. I don't know the environment that they were in. I don't know the environment that they came from. But some people are finally just getting a chance to work on them. And they might be rich. <laughs> they might be poor. I, I've had two, two friends of mine, one who, I mean, he makes well over six figures and another who, you know, has been an area manager and, and makes great money. Um, both of them, I mean, they make great, great, great money, but they're married to their jobs. They just want to do well where they are. So for them, it's an inward journey. Um, they're not so much concerned with, you know, what's happening on the outside. And then, I mean, if, if it is just you, it's not about the money. That's fine too. There's nothing wrong with that. A little, little secret somewhere down the road in life. I feel like the midlife crisis is caused by men finally understanding that they've been a horse for everybody, but themselves. And they don't like it. 
you finally start to realize that you had no inward journey. And it it makes men start to panic. (laughs) They're like, oh, my God, wait. Do I even like any of this? Am I even happy with any of this? What have I been doing besides reacting to what everybody else is saying? I don't think I like this. So, yeah. Your inward journey is nothing wrong with that. We need more people that are more aware of how they feel, how they want to help. And more importantly, how they're going to help themselves. Because just bullying people around out of your anger and fear just for someone else's agenda, that's not a life. And I hate to say it, but a lot of people get wrapped up in that. All of their feelings and emotions and expectations come from someone else. They put that sequence of of gadgets and expectations on their back, connect it to their mind and go out for the next 20 to 25 years and go off of that programming. And their joys and their fears are invalid because they're in no way theirs. So when I say inward journey, I really mean that you really haven't learned yourself yet and you're still getting mad about the same things and not knowing why you don't have an inward journey. If you're still getting beat up by the same old things, you haven't built your your inward journey. Now, I'm not going to tell you where to go or how to do that, who to pray to or what to pray to or what energy or universe or realm. <laughs> I, I I'm not going to tell you I'm not going to tell you where to go or how to do that. But I can tell you for me um you can only pray so much before you start to understand the teachings and the readings that are in front of you. And if yeah, you do meditate day and night on the word <laughs> and you read uh you read through Psalms and Proverbs and you go the route where you're reading the Bible or uh, the Quran or you're, you know, studying um, some type of Buddhism, or, you know, whatever way you're trying to gather and interact and, and gain your peace. If you are doing that, it will build something within you. And so for me, peace started to enter and and I started to understand all of the ways that people have tried to keep peace. War is one of them. Prayer and, and, you know, worship is one of them. But bottom line, just trying to get that inward growth and recognizing that you're just reacting to so many things. It's a hard thing to come to. And, We have to be able to stand. We have to be able to access peace. We have to be able to know peace. I think I think nothing is more important um, than that for our ongoing journey, Um, because being happy can fade. Being sad can actually fade. But knowing peace, like knowing what gives you peace and knowing how to get back to that, I think is so important. It's so mature. And, and now more than ever, I understand the golf course. <laughs> People, you know, golf isn't a sport and blah, blah, blah. Hey, who's out there 
And what do they get when they go there? Now, I'm not going to say that there's a lot of people with money on golf courses because sometimes it is just for fun, but I don't know. I don't get to play on an NBA basketball court with those guys, but you can go to a country club. You can be invited to a country club and sit and enjoy a game. And I mean, you can bump into some of, you know, these, these master caliber golfers. That's, that's okay. So, you know, last question, or I shouldn't say the last question, but you, you got to wonder why aren't some people here? Do, do they have something better to do? There's so few people. I mean, I had a graduating class of 400. Where's everybody at? Did everybody move? <laughs> did they do too much or did they do too little? Where is everybody at? Now, I know for me, the reason why now I, I missed my 10 year reunion. I just had so much stuff going on. I was getting married. I was moving. I just comp- I forgot, you know, my bad. And that's <laughs> that's sad because I was the prom king. And I, I honestly still don't know where the prom queen is. Um, I'll have to find her. <laughs> but why I almost passed this time. I mean, I was in another country. I was in Mexico. So I'm celebrating my 10 year (laughs) anniversary and I've got this little one to chase after. I missed the new tour. I mean, things are just so hectic. I'm, I'm getting a new job. You know, I just have all this stuff going. I'm trying to learn all these new things. Life does get in the way sometimes of your celebrations, you know, People have made the joke, you know, somebody be late to their own funeral. We do that. We're late. We miss things. We forget things. You know, we're human. Now, yes, you can train yourself to be a well-oiled machine, to remember everything, to always be on time, to always eat right, always look right, always feel great. You can train yourself to do all that stuff. Yeah, that's, that's for real. But almost almost passed. I was like, you know, I'm just so busy. Like, what do I honestly gain by seeing these people? Now I'm glad that I did. And I did have a great time. I really did. It was great to see everybody succeed. It was great to see what everybody's doing. Um, you know, people, everybody looked great. Everybody's really successful. I really got to see kind of the product of Um, what our school was trying to do, not just in the classrooms, but when everybody leaves a classroom. I mean, there are several teachers I still need to thank for even where I'm where I am now, Um, which also is a part of that inward journey. I mean, you have some teachers that were honest with themselves in their inward journey. This is what I want to do. I want to impact kids and people to not just learn on this level, but learn in a way that they can retain it a little bit better. And I think I can do that. Now, they're not going to get paid like a lawyer. They're not going to get paid like a judge. They're not going to get paid six figures. They're going to take a hit for that. I don't think anybody takes a harder hit in their inward journey than the people that actually want to help people. Now, Yes, doctors and lawyers, I mean, they do make great money, but you have to also understand the sacrifice of time that they're not going to be around their family because they want to help people. So it's either going to be time or money. 
that you have to sacrifice to really build that inward journey. I don't know if it's going to be short or long, but there will be a sacrifice. But I'm 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 happy. I'm happy with what I saw. And I really wish I could have could have seen more people. Um, there were people hanging out on different nights, different days, doing different things. I got in for the, the bottom end of it, the, the very end. Um, and, and I hope to reconnect and, and chat with more of my classmates soon. I mean, some of them, they just have such phenomenal stories traveling the world. Um, you know, their kids are adorable. Um, some have like four and five kids. Um, and I, I'm just really happy. I mean, I, I, I had one of my classmates track me down and tell me, you know, I, I need you to work with my son. He's he's a runner as well. And I need you to you know give him some tips. I'm like, 100 percent. And that's a part of my inward journey. I had someone so into me richly, uh, my godparents, um, some things that I could never pay back. And so because of them being able to do that and you can just call that just a good Christian heart just a heart of, of worship and a heart wanting to uh, uh, bless and help people, which is what I believe the real symbol of Christ is, is being able to not only use the wisdom and the knowledge to help, but also give, you know, that's why we get into the, the, the wedding, the wine and the, the loaves of bread and the fish. I mean, he gave. So yes, I'll help your son. I had people so into me greatly in a way that I can never pay back. So, yes, I will definitely help him. <laughs> now, here's the thing. You can go around the country and find way better coaches than me that care and are paid. But here's the thing. When somebody reaches out to you and asks you directly for help face to face, I mean, we're cling, you know, cheering drinks, having a great time. When somebody reaches out to you face to face and asks you that, you can go ahead and deny that if you want to. But me personally, I was not denied. So why would I pass that around? That's not my energy. So, yes. I almost missed out on that. And for me, I only think you're as good as what you give. So. <laughs> some people do that through philanthropy. Some people do that through their family and the love that they give their children. Some people do that through their company and what they created. Some people create technology, but, you know, you're only as good as what you give. And that's kind of what makes me a little bit of a workaholic in helping and giving to people because I, I don't ever want anyone to feel that I didn't try. I tried. Now, if I'm wrong in something and I didn't understand what was going on, then that is exactly it. <laughs> I'm not going to be lazy and just walk by and not do something. If I misunderstood, I misunderstood. So I apologize for that. And, and I've had to do that where people are like, well, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? And blah, blah, blah. I was like, wait, am I the bad guy here? <laughs> I'm like, I didn't even know that that's what the expectation was. Because this is what we've always done, and this is what I thought needed to be done. My bad. I'm sorry. So, yeah, I feel, I feel that. You're only as good as what you give. And, I mean, it's kind of an old school thing, but, you know, I leave, I leave some room in there to learn and understand people and, and grow. Um, I like second and 89 chances. So, you know, I like those chances, so I give them. 
Um, but <laughs> last but not least, only 10% of the class returned. And, you know, it was like, I think I had a graduating class of maybe over 400, was maybe 40 people there. Now, I saw, you know, based on Facebook, it was the same thing at the other reunion. And it's the same thing for the other schools. I mean, you you know, when you're in high school, you think it's cute. Well, I'm going to go date a girl from this school or girl. You know, I'm going to go date a boy from this school or whoever you want to date. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go across town and date this person. Well, if you look at their family or family at their high school reunion, it's exactly the same. I, I now I would love to see a high school reunion with more than 200 people that that would impress me. And I'd want to know why, of course, too. I'd I'd, I'd start digging, you know, to find how would you get this many people? Is it the money? Is it the people? Like what did what did it? Um, But yeah. The bars, the social halls, people know this. The question, why? Why do so few people show up? Was high school traumatic? Was high school too immature? Was high school just something they want behind them? You know, did, did they just want to commoditize a part of high school and keep that and that's all that they need? You know, why is that? And if high school is such a, a bad place where only 10% of the people will return, maybe that says a little bit more about what's actually going on there. Now, I'm, I'm just going to ask you this question, you personally. If I was the CEO of a company and that company seemed to be one of the greatest companies in the world and I helped people, I did great things for people, would 10% of the people show up to that funeral? And I mean, look at what celebrities you have, like Michael Jackson, Muhammad Ali, Whitney Houston, where the the arena or the church is packed. That is a symbol of love. Uh, my my godfather, my grandfather. I'm sorry. Um, he was a great man. I mean, he he pastored all the way through his retirement. I mean, married to his wife for over sixty years pastor for i believe about 61 years and i mean the the church was packed i mean there there were almost as many people at my grandfather's funeral as there are in my graduating class um i met all the people that he tried to help um even one of the the leaders of the fbi came and shook my hand and and thanked me for all the work and service he did with him i'm like yeah man like so you know what it looks like to see people embrace love and come back for it in a family reunion, in a funeral, in a wedding. But at a high school reunion, you only get 10% of what you were with. So for me, I think that begs to ask some questions. Ask why. What happens at this time? What was it during puberty that was off? Was it the family? Was it what happened in the hallways in between classrooms? Was it the environment? Was it the mix of kids? Was it the teaching, teaching staff? Was it bad memories in the class? Was it bad memories outside the class? On the basketball court, the volleyball court, the wrestling mat, the football field, the track, the tennis court, the green, the baseball diamond, the debates. What was it? What was it? So 
It's the exact opposite in college. <laughs> Your college years, you'll always party with them. Homecoming, you'll always come back for homecoming, D-Days, whatever homecoming it is. You'll always come back and, and party hard for that. It's the exact opposite. You know, I, th- I think we should ask why. So high school reunion, I don't know if you cherish it, if you love it, if you got to reconnect with the people that you love and the people that, you know, helped you to be great. But it is a symbol. it is a symbol of something. It is a symbol of where you've come from in life and where you've you know made it to in life. And I think that's very special. I think that's a great thing. I had a great time and I hope to see those people, you know, for the next few reunions. And sadly, not everybody makes it back um, in the land of the living. And we have lost some people that we had to honor. And they are great people, loving people, and we should cherish their name and cherish their memories. So peace and love, everybody. I love you. I hope you love me back. Have a great week. Have a great weekend. And I'll see you soon.